0: Saturday morning cartoons were awesome. From the 1960s through the 1990s, we kicked off each weekend in a frenzy of animation that is unmatched today. But were these shows actually any good? Join us as we dig into
1: the history of your favorite and not-so-favorite Saturday morning cartoons, look at the good, the bad, and the ugly of each one, and determine if our nostalgia matches the reality when it comes to these
0: tunes. So stay in your PJs, grab a bowl of cereal, and settle in. I'm John. And I'm Robert. And this is Toon Talk. So John, yeah,
1: Robert. If you could pick a sitcom, past or present, that you would spin off into an animated series, what would you pick?
0: Well, obviously, it'd be Seinfeld.
1: Because I'm, I'm the least surprising answer you will ever give me.
0: <laughs> I would love. I mean, Kramer was a cartoon character <laughs> in the flesh, so imagine what you could do with him in animation. That would be hysterical.
1: Well, and yeah, between Newman and some of like the silly. Oh, the antics some of the stuff they would yeah, get into yeah all yeah. Oh,
0: some of the fantastic stories that you can play out mm-hmm. you know instead of in the, on Seinfeld they just told the stories of what happened but you could actually see them get into that kind of mess that'd be great
1: yeah that'd be interesting i i was i thought about it and i thought actually the office a spinoff of the office but like it be Shrewd Farm. So they actually tried to make a. A spin off. A spin off called Shroot Farm and yeah. I didn't buy it. But I thought if you did animate it, an animated version, and you've got, you know, Dwight Shroot, who is this caricature of a person. Right. But then all his family and. His you know, brother Moe's. The people on the farm. It, oh, it, yeah. That, that lends very well to an animated And all the people
0: the, who would come stay at the farm. Yeah. Yeah, kind
1: of the exaggerated format that a cartoon would give you.
0: Oh, that'd be great.
1: But either way, I know, regardless of what it is, almost any show could probably, you could probably make it work, but the one show I would never change into a cartoon yeah. would be the Brady Bunch. Right. And tonight we present Exhibit A as to why in, <laughs> in, in the uh, the bad decision that was the Brady Kids. The
0: Brady Kids cartoon. Who buckle Whoa. up. This yeah. is... <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) This is an interesting one. This is going to be interesting. So do you remember, I started watching these and I texted you probably after I watched two episodes. Do you remember what I said to you? Oh
1: yeah, I laughed out loud. And this is before I started watching it. Oh, really? And
0: and you said, I may
1: never forgive you for making me watch The Brady (laughs) Kids. And I laughed. I thought, that's funny. And then I started watching him like, oh, I agree. (laughs) John's right. He may never forgive me for this. (laughs) He shouldn't forgive me for this. No,
0: it was a slog. And
1: honestly, I didn't even watch all of them. I watched. I think there's maybe two that I didn't watch, mm-hmm. and partly for time and partly just because I just didn't care anymore.
0: <laughs> I watched all of season one and then just a couple of that short, shortened second season. And I'm like, okay, I get it. I don't need to watch any more of these. I understand. I've done enough to myself. That right. I don't Need to do this anymore. But yeah. So if we're gonna
1: dig into this, I think the best place to start is to look at the history of the animation studio that created it, which is the people who are responsible for this abomination. <laughs> we Fil- have someone
0: to blame. Yeah, Filmation and uh, associates. And we haven't done a Filmation cartoon yet, right? No, we yeah.
1: definitely will moving forward because right. they. Uh, this is kind of like the, the start or the very beginning of their prime area of, of animation where they really caught in I mean, yeah. they got really built up in the 70s i mean they hit their stride in the 80s with he-man and uh-huh. she robbed yeah but, and then by 89 the wheels fell off and they were gone
0: but so hopefully they figured out what not to do <laughs> in the brady kids and moved on from there <laughs> well there's a lot of lessons to be learned here, yeah but uh, but filmation
1: and associates was founded by lou scheimer norm prescott and hal sutherland in 1962 So they were located north of Hollywood, and they originally began with the intention of doing animation for films, but they kind of moved on to the television doing commercials and trying to develop several original series. Uh, They couldn't find any takers. The shows were just kind of not going anywhere, and they were actually on the verge of shuddering. Oh, really? Yeah, they were just – nothing was working for them. And fate takes a hand, and and they get a phone call from DC Comics editor Mort Weisinger, and he's like, hey – we have this opportunity we we want to produce a, a superman cartoon series would you guys be interested and of course yeah yeah everyone's We're all interested in, We're all in, in on superman it on. yeah and i mean they're they're desperate at this point but i mean this is like hey this is a everybody knows superman as as you said this is a licensed property we could really make a name for ourselves here and so they 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 jump at it they accept and the there's a caveat that CBS, who's going to run the show, says, "Well, our executives want to come and see your studio. we We've never worked with you before. we want to get a sense of your operation. Sure, we, we want to pick the her. tires and which and they, hey, hey, that's not a problem. Um, you know, no big thing, except you know there really wasn't a filmation studio. <laughs> so just a so, small detail. So the three of them they, they had a suite of offices in this old bank, but it was really just a ramshackle, you know. Yeah, put together by by Scotch tape operation. Uh-huh. So they are the three of them are the production staff. So they they are reach out to all. everybody they know. They're like, hey, family, friends, please, 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 maybe, please, please come and
0: pretend you pretend that like you work. Please really? come work for us and oh, like, wow, you know,
1: just spend the day. You will know, we'll, we'll get you set up. Look like you guys know what you're doing. Just kind of you know, we'll talk. You don't have to talk to anybody. We'll, we'll, we'll do the talking. And they basically just literally make it up. It's family members and friends. That's hilarious. And they pretend, and pretend to be a staff, and the ruse works. Wow. CBS comes through and it's like, yep, this looks good. We're Filmation, okay green light, thumbs up, move forward. And uh, The New Adventures of Superman went into production. And it premiered on CBS on September 10th of 1966. So they are a licensed property. and Superman's a big deal. And it's a success. Yeah. It's a good cartoon. Mm-hmm. And... It, it leads to more work, and particularly with DC Comics. They are a hot new studio. They are cranking out Batman, Aquaman, Superboy, the Justice League of America cartoons. So they got... Yeah, some they some good they've got, characters. There. They've cornered the market on, on comic book cartoons. Yeah. It's, a, it's a big deal. They're going strong. And of course, then uh, 1968, they kind of look at it and think, well, let's branch out a little bit. Let's, we've got, we've got these, all these superhero cartoons. Let's, we'll stay on comic books, but let's pick something else. And so they they, need to
0: diversify. Yeah.
1: So they look at Archie Comics. Uh huh. And it's kind of a fortuitous decision because they shift over to something that's not all action and adventure. And we've talked about this on previous cartoons where 1968 was kind of the, the, kind of the legs got kicked out of it at that mm-hmm. point because all the adventure and action was shut down because the government at that point said no more action and you know you've got to take away the violence these cartoons oh, are too that's violent right. yep and so no more peril mm-hmm. we we got to come up with something else so at yeah. this point they've already got Archie comics in their back pocket and like well here's the Archie show which is following the the Archie gang around kind of their 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 misadventures and they're singing songs and yeah they have dance segments and, sure yeah I mean it's, it's Perfect. Musical interludes. It's the perfect answer. So they've lost all their DC stuff. They can't do it anymore. Yeah. But they immediately follow up with this hit that is the Archie Show, and their things are clicking. They're, things are running. Yeah. They've they've got a they've got a formula that's working for them, and you know they're just kind of building off their success, and they're looking at like you know what these licensed properties work for us. Let's yeah. stick with that. So they start digging around and trying to find out what other ideas they can come up with. And so they just want to keep things or keep the good times rolling. Uh, About this same time, there's a show that hits the air called the Brady Bunch. So this is actually about 66. Sherwood Schwartz has this idea. So he's looking about on the news are always talking about blended marriages and, Mm -hmm. and, and how about 20 to 30% of all families had at least one child from a previous marriage. He takes that idea and he writes a 30-minute pilot episode about a man with three boys who marries a lady with three girls and in the end they all go on their honeymoon together. And he's he's got all these story ideas. He's he's got a long-term vision about what this series could be and he's very adamant this is a TV show about the growing pains of this family and kind of what their new living situation is about. And it is, he's like, this is how it needs to be. He's like, I've got a very clear idea of what I want this to be. And he goes to the major networks, ABC, NBC, and uh, CBS. And he's kind of pitches it. And they're all like, yeah, it's not a bad idea. But they all have different things that they want to change about it. Oh, like, of course. <laughs> NBC says, look, we got to make this. This this is a movie.
0: This isn't a show. This is a movie. This, is, this would be kind of a funny movie, but we can do it. You know what I would have asked for? Please don't ever make this into a cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> if only you had been around at that yeah. time, John. At a major executive. At of studio. <laughs> studio.
1: But uh, I think it's ABC looked at it and said, yo, that's not bad, but why are they all going, why would they take the kids on the honeymoon? That's a horrible, terrible idea. Just cut that, move right. on. And sh- but Sherwood Schwartz is like, "Nope, these are my ideas. And... I'm not compromising on this. So at that, Sherwood Schwartz is also the creator of Gilligan's Island. And yeah. so his original idea, so he felt like they had changed too many of his initial ideas from Gilligan's Island. He's, mm-hmm. he's still proud of the project, but, um, it's he, like, I'm not going to let that happen again. Yeah, he created and produced it, but he always kind of felt like, you know what? He didn't have, he lost too much control of it. It wasn't his, his ultimate vision for that show. So he was, he's like, I'm not moving forward with this Brady Bunch thing unless somebody else, let's say by my vision. And, As luck would have it for him, 1968, a big movie, a movie comes out called Yours, Mine and Ours, which is about a blended family. And it's it's a a moderate success, but it's on the radar. And suddenly studios come back and like, yeah, okay, let's let's try that Brady thing. Let's try that Schwartz idea. And so the concept gets rejuvenated. And so just to give a little bit of backstory on Your Your Mind and Ours, it's Henry Fonda is the father of several children and Lucille Ball had several children. And yeah. in the end, um, they had a baby of their own. And and it's kind of so, the very same right. idea. Lots of bigger family on one side, bigger family on the other side. They merge and it's, you know, basically the Brady Bunch minus, yeah. minus the baby. Sure. And, you know, they want to move forward with it. And so shorts is like, yeah, let's start looking at actors and actresses and we'll we'll, we'll, I'll, we'll go. I'll, I'll make this happen. Yeah. So he does. He goes and you know, he finds his, his cobble of kids and um, has a couple of like, different, different false starts. But he lands on everybody, anybody he wants. And he's happy with his roster of, of characters and actors. And the pilot episode, The Honeymoon, is mm-hmm. the title of that oh, one. There you go. Yep. Premiered on September 26, 1969. And the show ran for five seasons. And I, I was shocked to see that they ran for 117 episodes. I mean, it, wow! I can't believe it lasted that long. Yeah, but, And uh,
0: still in syndication. Yeah, you can still find it on TV.
1: Yeah, yeah. The, so it the, the went through the last show, which was the Hairbrain Scheme, and it's where Greg graduates from high school. It, that aired on March eighth, nineteen seventy four. So it had a run, and so during that original run, of course, then the Brady Bunch, the the Brady kids also go on tour because they are they they sing songs and they're kind yep. of uh, trying to make a musical performing act out of it. And it's kind of branching out into other things and trying to get
0: some of that Donnie Murray Osmond money.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And so here's filmation looking at this and like, Hey, we've done the Archie show. Let's, let's go pitch them idea. We can, we can do something with that. And so, uh, filmation goes to Schwartz and it's like, Hey, you know, what do you think? And Schwartz like, "Eh, I don't know. What, what can you do with it? And they, they go back and forth over it. And the idea is that, um, they sell them on the idea that they can focus on the kids yeah, and they can just the kids. And they'll tell fantastical stories about stuff that they can't do in live action that can just kind of go to different places and do different things that are a little bit more imaginative. Right. And that that lights a fire under Schwartz, like, oh, ooh, I like the whole imagination thing. Like yeah. really fantastic stories. Tell something kind of crazy and out right. there and like live through their imagination. And say, I love it. Let's let's do it. Let's I agree on that. Let's yeah. let's make the pretty kids. And so the idea moves forward so all six kids and all sounds good right now <laughs> uh so all six kids from the from the show no adults are, are the basis of the show and so their actor their human counterparts they, they sign cut. a contract they line up yep okay all we'll six do this kids from the tv show are gonna do the yep. cartoon they line up and they start uh providing their voices to the first first season which is 17 episodes now quick note here too so Anby davis who played alice yeah her agent kept reaching out to Schwartz. It's like, hey, this cartoon's going on. Why isn't she a part of it? And he's like, well, you know, it's just, it's the, just kids. the kids. It's yeah. just the kids. It's like, well,
0: what, what, wait, well,
1: you know, there's some sweet, sweet voiceover We're animation money here. I'd like, I would want right. in We're on it. I'm trying to get he's my like, client some of that. And he's, and, but he's telling her like, no, this is, their imaginations are running wild. It's just the kids. They live in a, in a, in a tree house. Yeah. Which, uh, <laughs> um, and their, their imagination takes them all over the place. So he's kind of pitching this idea like this is there's no place for adults in this story this is this is the kids unless you're the
0: teacher or the bad guy
1: (laughs) (laughs) and so he passed enough to pacify uh mb davis and they they move forward so the the first two episodes actually debuted as one episode one movie is part on september 9th 1972 and it's the initial episode of the abc saturday superstar movie which is ABC's answer. Hey, we've got the um, our weekly movie of the week. Yeah. And it's it's a ratings hit. So let's let's translate that into a – let's get a kid audience buying into the movie of the week on Saturday mornings yeah. too. So, I mean, like, we're doubling up. We're getting everybody. For some reason, they not the Brady kids would be the uh, the, 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 <laughs> the best starting that. point for that. Yeah. So that airs September 9th. The next week, the first episode of the two. So they split it in half and they re-air that. Uh, on September 16th, 1972, to actually kick off the Brady Kids series. So that goes, as I said, 17 episodes, and it's not really a hit. It's just kind of a thing. It's
0: just there. And And they're not trying to sell anything. It's not like they're merchandising no, greedy it's greedy dolls or whatever. It's just it's just
1: it well and at that point they couldn't. I mean you're looking 1972. Yeah. They've, oh, gotta course, very, yeah. they've gotta be very they've gotta be very particular, yeah, very patient, very yeah, they, patient with what they're doing. So they can't sell anything particularly, it's just kind of getting it out there and the uh, filmation of course wants to keep going. Uh Schwartz is not overly happy with it. Cause obviously he's thinking this thing is going to be like imagination run amok. And it is, yeah. we'll get into it. It is, it is not, no, it is, uh, it, it, it's not good. <laughs> but, uh, so, so initially he was hands off. He's like, Hey, whatever you guys just, I try, you know, I like you though, the way you're describing it, run with it. They get a few episodes into it and he's like, Nope, I'm stepping in here. I want, yeah. I want input on script and I want a little bit more feedback. Yeah. I don't think it made much of a difference but
0: uh, <laughs> we've got a plan for improvement here because yeah. the, the,
1: the improvement never happened no it didn't come um it may have been slightly different but it, it was moving forward but it was enough that filmation wanted their second season they wanted essentially just five more episodes to at that time syndication or that magic number syndication at that time was 22 episodes so they've done 17 let's knock out five more right and they go to the kids and like hey we're gonna do five more and they all say no.
0: No. <laughs> no. Yeah, we're done with this. <laughs> no,
1: we're not doing that. And of course to be fair, at that time they're still doing the live action show, they're still doing the Brady Bunch. they're they're touring the at tour, this point. Right. And what other other side things that Sherwood Schwartz has them working on Brady related? Right. Yeah. And their agent know. is the one kind of driving it. He's like, Hey, we don't want any part of this. Move yeah. back away. And filmation comes back, it's like, okay, that's fine, you're breached contract, we will sue you. Yeah, well, it came back with our lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> so, three of the three of the actors, uh, Eve Plum, who's Jan, yep, Susan Olson, who's Cindy, and Mike Lookinland, who played Bobby, all came back. Right. They're like, all right, right we're, we'll not de- we're not doing it, we're not dealing with the lawsuit, we're going back. Yeah, the other three older ones, Barry Williams, uh, Marie McCormick, and Christopher Knight all say no that's fine you guys keep moving on yeah good luck (laughs) (laughs) and there's no lawsuit but they move forward anyway and uh so the Greg and Marsha the the two older ones their voices are are provided by Lou Shimer's two kids and then Peter's voice is filled in for by David E. uh, Smith and they record these five episodes and the final result of this whole experiment is a show that sees six kids living in a large treehouse and participating in a mix of events and adventures that i to me would best be described as mundane yeah and they do it all with a menagerie i guess yeah kind <laughs> of yeah <laughs> <laughs> and most of the conflict in this is created by a magical mistake by a moronic bird wizard mm-hmm. named marlin or it's from a this kind of slow talking doofus named chuck white who's i get kind of a foil yeah He's, but not smart enough to be the no, foil?
0: And, and there's really no reason for him to make the decisions. He's just kind of a... You know, he, that character, so I'm watching this thing, he's inconsequential. Yeah. I mean, if he's not in the show, nothing changes. <laughs> you know, they just would, you know, compete with each other.
1: But what And it's all just forced conflict is all it is. It's right. like it, it doesn't feel like natural. It's just like, oh, we got to do something. So let's have Chuck.
0: Yeah, so Chuck comes in him. and creates conflict, but there's no reason... He has no goal and they do he does it all the
1: time and they never figure it out It's always the these these animals that they travel on with are the ones who who catch Chuck doing something and then they're the ones who Figure it out. It's just It's stupid. But so as I said Schwartz wasn't happy and yeah (laughs)
0: This thing this
1: thing happened. Yeah
0: there. So there are other (laughs) characters. So the Brady's had a dog Mm-hmm. Right, but in the cartoon they also have a dog, but it's a different dog. Yeah,
1: it's Tiger in the show. Yeah, Tiger. Of course, t- of course in the TV show, uh, in the live action, Tiger disappears at one point too. Yeah, they start off with Tiger, just, and then suddenly he's not there anymore. He's gone.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe he's off doing dog food commercials. <laughs> it's protesting because they didn't put him in the cartoon. <laughs> yeah, maybe he's like, I'm going to go get some of that Alpo money. <laughs> I'm walking. <laughs> um, yeah, so they have a dog named Mop Top, which is kind of a sheep dog, mm. maybe. Uh, and um, they have Fleetwood, who's like kind of a hippie friend. He, he's one of these, hey, man, far out guy, like that all the time. Yeah. And he's got the rose-colored glasses on and the big bell bottoms. Mm-hmm. Um, Chuck White we talked about. Um, and then a bunch of other characters that they sprinkle in. Well, there's also Babs, who's... Babs. So between Babs and Fleetwood, I don't. they're just... They're just like, oh, they're we need a couple friends. extra kids at school, so here's these two. They're
1: not really friends. They're not really enemies. They're just kind they of... They just kind of run into just, each and other. And they just kind of keep showing up everywhere Chuck is. These two are there, but they don't really aren't really friends with Chuck either. No. It's where they're just kind of... It's
0: like a bad penny. They just... You can't yeah. get rid of them. <laughs> well, I think it's just like, well, the kids are going to school. There must be other kids at the school, so here's these three. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh, God, it was well, awesome. and
1: And Babs is also just in love with Greg. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean that—that's essentially her. I, yeah,
0: her, that's her. her small her addition to the show. Yeah. Well, Greg's not much of one. Yes, Greg needs someone crushing on him. So <laughs> here's, here's Babs. <laughs> um, the voices we talked about—you know—were the original Brady Kids. Um, the original Brady Kids: Eve Plum, Mike Lookingland, Susan Olsen, Barry Williams, Maureen McCormick, Christopher Knight. And then they had the voice of Marlon. So when I started watching it, I'm like, oh, my God, I think that's Buddy Hackett. Yeah, me too. I'm like, this can be saved because mm-hmm. I love Buddy Hackett. Yeah. Everyone loves Buddy Hackett. I'm like, if that's Buddy Hackett, this is going to be cool. And he's not.
1: Well, and it's funny because my my impression was similar to that. I heard it like, oh, my God, this is Buddy Hackett. And then I realized why would Buddy Hackett do this to himself? <laughs> and of course, see, I went the other way. I was hoping he was going <laughs> to save it and you were worried about him. <laughs> and uh, and then, then there, you know, I, of course, immediately looked it up and and you can tell, like, you listen to it enough, like, yeah, it's not, it's, it's, not it, him. it's yeah. a poor imitation it's a of Buddy Hackett. Yeah. But I don't think he's trying to be Buddy Hackett, but it's just very similar. And it's like, well, thank, I'm, like, I'm, I'm glad that Buddy Hackett didn't lower himself to this. <laughs> <laughs>
0: exactly. His, his, uh, looking His out for legacy buddy. is not tarnished <laughs> i'm looking out for buddy hackett's legacy for some reason i guess posthumously <laughs> looking out for <laughs> buddy
1: hackett don't you dare put that on buddy hackett <laughs> And for anybody who who doesn't you know may have heard the name buddy hackett you don't know what he did think uh, disney's little mermaid he plays scuttle mm-hmm. the bird the seagull
0: the seagull that yep. would
1: be the probably the, the most famous role for uh, that people would immediately recognize right. him for right yeah I mean, he's done a ton of work, incredibly but, yeah. talented yeah like the love bug and stuff like that yep. but,
0: yeah yeah the other characters, the menagerie you talked about in uh, Jungle Bungle, the first episodes, they enter a hot air balloon ride, race. Cause why wouldn't you? Yeah. You know, group of teenagers. Hey, we're gonna race in a hot air balloon. You know, they just stumble upon it at the fair and like, yeah, let's get in and race this thing. <laughs> so they get into the hot air balloon and all of a sudden they they land on some tropical island with weird stuff going. They meet Father Nature. And then the spaceship lands, or somehow they're gonna build something, and so they meet this bird who's
1: flying around, a little red bird who's flying around, but he doesn't fly normally. He has his tails like his tail yeah like, he doesn't he fly as his like a propeller yeah he's so like a helicopter with his tail yeah and he has a he's got like sorcerer Mickey's hat on exactly sorcerer yep. hat and they may explain why he's there I I didn't really care yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, well, did you notice, so he had Mickey's hat, I thought the same thing, the Sorcerer's Apprentice mm-hmm. hat, and he's red, mm-hmm. and Mickey's gown is, or his robe is red, yeah. and then that wizard we met in Rainbow Bright yeah. Yeah. Was the exact same ripoff of <laughs> the Sorcerer's Apprentice. I looked at that and like, you got to be kidding me!
1: Apparently, in the in the animation world, a sorcerer's the the blue sorcerer's hat with the stars and moons and yeah. then a red robe that mm-hmm. means magic. That means that's you're a how wizard. You, that's how you know it's a it's, how you know, yeah. it's a magical character. And Mickey was a
0: trendsetter for yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah, so this bird has magic powers. And flies around using his tail as a helicopter so he can use his wings to create spells or whatever, mm-hmm. which almost never work. They'd they just, never work. They do something, but it's <laughs> never what he intends or what he wanted. And I guess that's supposed to be funny. It's just, it just creates
1: the conflict essentially. Yeah. And then it's just, but annoying. it's just, yeah, that's just it. It's just annoying. I'm like, that's just stupid. Why would you let him do it? Right. Like, you know, he's never successful. They even call him out like, oh, Marlon, your work, your spells never work. Yeah. So why do you let him do it? Right. Why do you tell him, oh, I want this. Oh, let me do that. And, like, why not, you know, like, grab his beak. He's like, stop. Stop it. Stop. Yeah, no. Don't. No. <laughs> Quit it. I'm wishing out loud. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I, I'm not,
0: uh, like, asking for you to do this. Do yeah. So they find these two animals piloting this craft or, like, a spaceship or something? It <sighs>
1: I think the way they describe so well,
0: so what what you see is just this giant
1: white it's like a massive white golf ball or something yeah. so just like floating through the air and right. flying and they they explain it as because it eventually lands and they crack it open yeah somehow they kind get it open. somehow they get it open and out pop these miniature pandas yeah who I,
0: they uh, they talk in. Chinese gibberish, yeah. I guess, is, and like, really like, super fast gibberish super Chinese fast gibberish Chinese. And they're like, Oh, I don't know what, what should we call them? And they pan to the pandas and they're playing ping pong, yeah, you know, because everyone from China plays ping pong. And they're like, Oh, let's just call them ping and pong. And I'm like, What <laughs> <It's>, <laughs>
1: did they really just, Yep, yeah, really, they did it. <laughs> and, and somehow they just listen to these two pandas go back and forth in their gibberish again, yeah. They they make no sense and nobody should actually understand what they're saying because no. they're not saying any real words. But the kids like, oh, you looks like they were part of the Chinese space, space program.
0: Pro- and they're going to fly us out here. Yeah.
1: And, and, but something went wrong. And now they like, so they never went into space. They just flew this weird egg, literally this round shaped thing. Like they around. were from Orc. Yeah. Yeah and that was it that's that's the explanation and now suddenly they're just like oh well, they're just
0: hanging out with the brady kids now yeah. they just live with the brady kids right they bring the they get in with the pandas yeah. and they go back to the treehouse via the ocean yeah well and then and it then becomes a submarine yeah and they
1: use a <laughs> spaceship as a submarine <laughs> <laughs> oh uh,
0: it, i i didn't know where they were going with the pandas but then unfortunately the pandas stick around yeah for the rest of the series
1: yeah they never figured out what to do with the pandas they're just there
0: they're just there, and they kind of fill in space. Maybe yeah, fill in
1: time. It's like they, they, yeah, they wanted. They kind of look at like Scooby Doo or those other cartoons. Like, oh, we need a oh. pet sidekick, and like we need Whoa, animals. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Why, why stop at one?
0: Right, we well, have
1: four. We have a dog, and then say like a, a magical bird, and then two ridiculous pandas. Like, hey, now now, now we've got a real sidekick. Now we got something. Now we got something going. And, and
0: none of the kids question. Hey, why are these pandas here?
1: <laughs> I think there's at one point in the series and i can't remember oh it they they come across one of their i think it's the one that's the not a uh not a michelangelo they have oh, like yeah. the whatever they call them they they gave up like a
0: marlin tried to bring an artist back to life and it wasn't michelangelo it was a name that sounded like yeah, michelangelo they, they just
1: made some really weird kind of not michelangelo michelangelo glow right very clear very about purposely that. said that and greg at one point says well we got to keep him hidden because we have enough time we have hard enough time explaining these animals <laughs>
0: <laughs> I missed that because I was I was in no. such disbelief <laughs> whatever else was going on and, Well
1: and by that that was the second to last episode you had given a smartly given up on yeah. the, on the series yeah. at that point And and really I wanted to listen to that. I wanted to see the last 5 episodes just because that's where you have the different voice actors different and like voices. what's the difference if yeah. there's, there's none No um, it didn't change anything. No, it, it, it didn't get any better. Because um,
0: we've had discussions where a good voice actor carried a crappy story mm-hmm. like Rainbow Bright. Right. You know, uh, but this was just it, that didn't happen. No. Yeah. It, it, and the kids were actors. I mean, they were mm-hmm. legitimate actors on a very popular and well done TV show. Mm-hmm. It just didn't translate. Right. To this at all.
1: Well, yeah, and so one of the other components, every single one of these shows had a segment where they sing a song. The Brady kids perform but, a song. But
0: why? <laughs> it didn't make any sense to me. It worked for the Archie show. Yeah, but the Archie show, the kids were in a band. <laughs> these kids lived in a treehouse, and the only time you knew they were, the only time they they never talked about their band.
1: But on the live the live series, they actually did perform. And prefer- they and at this point they were performing around the globe, so it's kind yeah. of a way to promote the Brady. The Brady So brand, I guess.
0: The problem I had with it was the cartoon. The story just kind of stopped, and all of a sudden, it's MTV, and they're playing a song.
1: Yeah, it stops, and Marlon gives like this rhyming introduction that, like, yeah. to try and somehow tie it into the episode. Yeah, and then it just cuts into like this standard animation sequence, and they're oh, they're they're painful to watch. Oh I, I I I will admit, I uh, after about three or four. I basically just fast forwarded through yeah, the Yeah, watching it. You just watched it on like fast speed. I didn't I didn't have to listen to it. I could yeah. watch them play the same
0: loop over and over, three times right. through the
1: song and then we moved back yeah. into the story.
0: So the animation for the song segment was always the same. Mm-hmm. Maybe they put it in a different order, but you always got Jan at the keyboards mm-hmm. and you've got Marsha with the tambourine on her hip which you pointed out was just like the archies. It was the, yeah. It, it was, was
1: it was the archie animation.
0: They yeah. just modified it to
1: Put different show, yeah. Put and, a different face on it, and they did that a lot for a lot of this this episode. It's funny because like you watch the Archie show, and we haven't we haven't really dug into the Archie show, but it's actually for its time, the animation is good. It's very crisp. I mean, even like the uh, the stuff that they did for the DC comics for yeah. for filmation, it was really good. This was clearly not their. They were not working hard on this one. No, this they, was c level effort. They were taking like whatever the simplest route to crank these things out, yep. and. Ugh, it, it's it's, I'd say disappointing. But my, I wasn't
0: really. I didn't have high. Yeah, expectations the bar was pretty this. low. <laughs> yeah.
1: But it never. They didn't clear that either. No,
0: no. The episodes that I was looking forward to, there was episode five: Cindy's super friend, mm-hmm. Brady's meet Clark Kent and Lois Lane. I'm like, oh, cool, because I love Superman, and yeah. this is filmation. This is gonna be great. Yeah. N- no. No. It, it, somehow, and I think I blacked some of this out but somehow they convince clark kent and lois lane cindy convinced them to help them paint a bank somehow cindy got this responsibility to paint a bank and someone tricks them into using invisible paint which allows the villains to rob the bank and then of course superman comes and saves the day Mm -hmm. um and then they sing we can make the world a lot brighter (laughs) and that's it I'm like, this is the weirdest Superman thing I've ever seen.
1: But not only that, but they make Superman into the biggest moron yes. you've ever seen. Yeah. Like if you had like if you'd never seen Superman before, this is your first exposure to Superman, like what's all the hubbub? This guy's an idiot. Yeah. Like his apparently his weakness is Cindy Brady because he can't get her to leave. Right. He's like, he and he <laughs> has to go into a phone booth.
0: He has to go change. He can't get yeah.
1: but he only in a phone booth. He's mm-hmm. like, I have to go find a phone booth. And at one point, he's like, he tells Cindy, "Like, well, I've got to go and do this." She's like, "Oh, I'll come with you." Like, no, 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 you stay know. there. Make sure nobody steals the paint. No, I'll come with you. It's okay. I'm like,
0: uh, "You're Superman." <coughs> yeah, run away. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's that? Take off. <laughs> right, gone. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, hey, Cindy, look over there. His shoes untied, and the away.
1: Yeah, and and ultimately, and it, it doesn't paint Cindy Brady in a good. She just looks like an annoying little kid. Yeah. And which I've always felt that way about yeah. Cindy Brady, but, yeah. But, but it, this was accentuated. Yeah, <laughs> why, why emphasize it?
0: And not, not work around. Exactly. It? Yeah. Um, and then, so they brought in Wonder Woman, and mm-hmm. which what red blooded American male isn't a fan of Wonder Woman?
1: Well, and this was the one I was the most excited about before I started. Before I started watching or <laughs> sure. knowing what I was in for, yeah. because I had looked it up and saw, saw that this was actually the first time an, uh, Wonder Woman was put into an animated feature and anything animated yeah and so i'm like oh this is cool i mean and again it's filmation they know dc mm-hmm. yeah i'm excited to see what they do and oh <sighs> they um they shouldn't have
0: no <laughs> they just should not have done that and what i texted to you was they found a way to make wonder woman undesirable just... <laughs> and how is that possible i mean i just i had to watch i it was like watching a train wreck mm-hmm. that episode. I'm like, "What are you doing? Yeah. You're destroying this character." Well, it, it, I like it think of a, as I'm watching
1: it. Like, this is this is her introduction. This is like yeah. to a mass audience in, in a television. This is what people are seeing, and it's 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 like watching Paul Newman. The first time you like you hear how great Paul Newman is, and the first thing you watch is in like some. Schlock horror movie called like the Reckoning Three, the Reckoninger, right? (laughs) Yeah, something is like you—you know it's going to be terrible, and yeah, it. This is just all around disappointing for this character because I mean she. I'm surprised she survived it again. They make her moronic. Yeah, they make her like, and again, being
0: around these kids just makes them all stupider. Sure. And do you uh, think they had to lower the bar (laughs) to make the Brady kids look better? All the other characters need to be dumber than these yeah. kids.
1: Yeah, and and that's the one where they go back and they go back they into go back. ancient Greece. Right. Yep. And of course, because the,
0: Marlon takes them there.
1: Yeah. And and of course, their foil is a old Greek version of Chuck White. Yeah. <laughs> who looks the same. Yeah. Sounds uh, the it's same. Like, I don't
0: really want to draw another character. Can we just put Frank White in a toga? Oh, Chuck. <laughs> yeah. And and I love how Chuck. Uh, oh, I call him Frank. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't Let matter. me say that again. <laughs> It doesn't matter. We're just rolling with it.
1: <laughs> but, and, and, and of course then Chuck too, one other, one other, like his characteristic is that he, he's got this slow talk, but did it's you almost think like he,
0: this John Wayne. Yeah. Like, yeah. He sounded uh, like John Wayne.
1: But it's, it's like John Wayne after he's been hitting uh, hit the head too many times. I want to hear,
0: I want to hear your, your Chuck. Uh, uh, well, I don't know. <laughs> hey, where did <is> Fleetwood go? <laughs> I tell you what,
1: <laughs> I'm gonna switch these photos, and I'm gonna win the election.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and and they'll blame each other.
1: <laughs> yeah, and, and and that's just it. Oh my you, God! And part
0: of the part of the issue
1: with the show is it's so schizophrenic from one episode to the next. Yeah.
0: Well, even in the episode, you think the plot's going one way, and then all of a sudden something else happens, mm-hmm. and they're turning left, and you're like, "What? What just happened?" Because yeah. I was kind of interested in that story, but now that it, it stopped, <laughs> yeah, I mean they start off with the the stupid
1: hot air hair balloon race, and yeah. they end up in the jungle, and they get back, and then they have
0: um, one where so Marlon turns Bobby into he he switches bodies with a famous TV star, famous movie star, yeah, who Cindy loves, right? Was it Cindy or Jan? It was Jan, I think Jan was in love yeah. with this movie star,
1: and yeah, it doesn't really make a lot of sense, but whatever. And then they they have an episode where the Lone Ranger and Tonto show up. Yeah. And again stupid me for thinking, oh, they could do this might be I interesting. Can, this then. might be it. No. no. <laughs> um and, and part of it is, you know, the Lone Ranger is just kind of like everybody's like, oh, it's the Lone Ranger the Lone Ranger isn't real. Oh, yeah. he's real. Okay. Alright. Yeah. Fair well, enough. Alright, well as long as the Lone Ranger's here, then we'll listen to him. Yeah. But yeah, and there's and, and then there's Tonto. Like, oh, yeah. This, the whole, that's bad. Yeah, that's not good. They have... and, and I, I will say, so the first episode that I watched, and this is literally maybe half an hour after you sent me that first text, like, yeah, thinking, I may never forgive you for making <laughs> me watch this, is episode seven was Who Was That Dog? That's the first episode I watched. Yeah, and which if, is
0: the only episode that the dog matters.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's... Yeah, it, <laughs> even then he doesn't really matter no. in this one it's just a, a plot device to get into the stupid magical mix up where this poodle's brain gets placed into the body of this girl or he gets transformed into a girl and yeah. can only bark and it's just dumb Right? but if, if I hadn't as I, I mentioned this to you before we started recording if I hadn't committed to the show <laughs> I would not have watched beyond this episode it was so bad <laughs> <laughs> the The voiceover work is at its best is is not good. This was it's not really it, flat. Didn't this, you think this was not its best? This was probably the the, the worst example of their voice because it, it it's literally like you can hear them reading, and yes. it's like it's like the day that they, they just none of them wanted to be there. They like they walked off the set from the live show, and they're just like, all right, <clears> let's, right. Just, let's just knock this out. And let's just. Yeah, I want to go
0: back to my trailer,
1: and yeah, and nothing about the animation is particularly. Just cut out and right. recycled, yeah. and nothing about that episode is is redeeming. And that that was not good. And, no. and of course, then the song that they sing is "Me and You and a Dog Named Boo," <laughs> which is a song I particularly don't like very much. <laughs> it's a
0: sad song. <laughs> I mean, it's a depressing <laughs>
1: song. <laughs> and it's not necessarily a song I think is a great for a Saturday morning kids show. No, but yeah well there they are
0: yeah yeah so there was one episode called wings where they enter a road rally and their car looks like speed buggy right (laughs) i'm like uh, how much else are they gonna rip off it's like there's nothing original here Mm -hmm. there's a car race but they meet the wrong brothers not the right brothers The wrong brothers who are inventors but they build everything backwards and weird and the kids kind of figure out how to build a different vehicle and and continue in the race but the wrong brothers are these two guys who are so out of touch with what's going on in the world that they
1: are they're convinced that they are building the world's first airplane yeah and they don't want the kids to know about it or steal their invention
0: sure yeah they're inventing things that are already in 1972 yeah <laughs> The plane's been around for quite a few years. <laughs> Come on. They seemed like the Hatfields. They were just like kind of these hillbillies that invented stuff, but they didn't have enough smarts to put anything together. Yeah. And they weren't realizing they were inventing something that had already been made.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: yeah. the Brady kids didn't let them in on it. <laughs> oh, by the way, there's already airplanes <laughs> Yeah, we'll just just
1: take your airplane. We'll just take
0: your airplane. And then right after that, they followed up with the episode Frankincense, which is a complete ripoff of a Scooby-Doo Where Are You episode where the characters almost even change completely. Mm -hmm. Where Greg becomes Fred and he's explaining how we're going to solve this mystery. And Frankincense has working on a monster, but it's really these tiny little robots. And it, it just doesn't get any better from there they kind of wrap it up and they sing a song. Well, we can all be friends. <laughs> <laughs> we'll always be friends. Even with the mad scientist who builds robots <laughs> that, you know, and then the robots do something wrong and the press is looking for little men with metal heads. <laughs> 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 just like, what on earth? Who wrote this? I got to find out what happened to them. <laughs> um,
1: uh, actually one of my favorite animation sequences is actually in episode 20, which is the Marsha's Lib. So in this
0: one, I did not watch that episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gave up after Frankenstein. so like, I can't watch anymore. <laughs> so I finished with episode 18.
1: Well, so yeah, for the two episodes left that I, that you haven't seen, I want to comment. So, so Marsha's Lib, it's this, the boys for some reason create their own club, um, boys only and they want to go camping the girls are all offended so like well girls can do this too so they all the boys go off and go camping and the girls go off and go camping and uh, which every
0: treehouse i ever had as a kid said no girls allowed <laughs> but if <you laughs> why live did in it a take them ha- 19 episodes if you live in a treehouse do you really need to go camping
1: <laughs> you're kind of camping already you're, you're born to life homeless already <laughs> <laughs> and so at one point there's that one sequence in the details don't matter because it's it's all stupid. But the the girls' camp gets trashed, and so their their tents get broken down. Jan so they're they're confronting the boys, and Jan makes a comment like, "Well, you guys need to help us fix this. You know, get these back up." And Cindy says, "Yeah, it could rain. It, it looks like it's about to rain." And bang, it's pouring rain. <laughs> and it's like mid conversation. It's just like yeah. they cut over. To, they cut over to Greg. It's raining, and then they like he's they show him for like. A second, and then they cut over to Peter. Peter makes a comment, and his hair looks like he, like clearly he's been standing in the rain for a very long, long, long right. time. I'm like, wow, that was fast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if like one of the animators like, hey, I want to draw some rain. <laughs> Okay, make Cindy say, looks like it's going to rain. So in the next cell, I can draw rain. <laughs> yeah, there's <laughs> rain coming. Bang. They're like, oh, it's raining.
1: <laughs> it, it reminded me of the Hulk Hogan where Hulk Hogan's hunting on the beach, completely oblivious to the hurricane. Coming, right. in, in yeah. pending He's going to swim around. out to the boat during yeah. the hurricane. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, yes, there's a hurricane here. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, but it was just so quick and just like, wow. I mean, and, and the, the, to make the animation... His hair, like clearly they had it planned, right? But they just, there's no, it's just, it's the pedal to the metal, bang, it's yep. raining, and you're soaked, and we're
0: moving. Uh, it's raining now, get yeah. over it. But yeah. they're
1: not affected by the rain, it's just raining, and <laughs> and they're, they're talking normally, like, oh, it's raining. No, it's just no. like, oh, well, yeah, yep. we'll have to do that. Kinda like, then. let's
0: get some shelter. Who's got an umbrella? They're just all right, we're here in the rain now. Um, the other
1: thing I wanted to mention so, the episode before that, 19, is called Teacher's Pet, and that's one where they Meet a wizard, who, of course, Marlon knows everybody, sure, uh, but he has a wizard friend named miss Miss Tickle now, Miss Tickle, believe it or not, would show up in a spin off series from this show, oh my God, yeah, a spin off you're show kidding called me, called Mission Magic. No and way, it did. and you know who it starred? Rick Springfield, really? Yes, no, way. This is, this is a real thing that happened, Oh my God, <laughs> they actually spun a show off.
0: I didn't of know any
1: kids. see, I should have kept watching no.
0: You because <laughs> i like rick springfield i've seen him in concert a couple of times
1: now i will but, say i have not watched mission magic but after watching the brady kids and knowing that it spins off that the- i'm not excited to watch it
0: <laughs> i'm not sure you can <laughs> i definitely don't want to
1: <laughs> wow yeah no it was I, I was fascinated to see that um i'm not fascinated to watch mission magic but i, I I, I, I couldn't believe that they actually built something off of this this oh series God. into something else.
0: But That's amazing. Well, maybe that was their
1: true talent. <laughs> <laughs> Make something bad out of something bad. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. How we well, they're talents? not all going to be
0: fun. <laughs> <laughs> this conversation is fun, but the cartoon was not fun.
1: <laughs> no. No, there's... there's... Yeah there's not much redeeming on this thing Um, so I will apologize you may not forgive me but I will apologize uh, for making you sit through this that
0: apology (laughs) is heartfelt and I I forgive you
1: because I suffered too (laughs) I suffered too
0: (laughs) I'm happy to know that you suffered also I I
1: didn't sit at home like tent my fingers and laugh maniacally like ah John's laughing John's watching watching this I'm not going to watch it I'm just going to make him talk about
0: it that crossed my mind I'm like is she serious I'm watching this As did he really want to do this (laughs) Yeah, unfortunately I did. Yeah. Um, If only I'd known. Okay, so we always do good, bad, and ugly. Mm -hmm. This is going to be hard (laughs) (laughs) to find something. Well, the bad and the
1: ugly are not going to be hard. No, that's easy.
0: I mean, it's going to be hard to narrow that down. Did you find anything good?
1: Well, if this is any indication, I've got my notes in front of me, and I have the word good, colon, question mark (laughs) and there's nothing else there i struggled i struggled looking like well you know what they did introduce wonder woman but they did her so so badly yeah
0: that i'm still freshly offended (laughs) (laughs) with how they treated superman and wonder Woman. and even
1: i mean and i'm not a fan of the lone ranger no but i mean even that was just like you couldn't even make that exciting no everything about it was i Maybe you can redeem this but I could not find a good in this.
0: The only good I found was that season 2 was only 5 episodes <laughs> and they ended it. <laughs> but I didn't know about the spin-off so now that's up in the air too. <laughs> well maybe maybe the good
1: is that uh, it was the three actors who were able to walk away and didn't have to suffer through the last 5.
0: Yeah. But they did that. And the three people they brought in were legitimate inf- voice actors. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Yeah, that's, I guess
1: that's, that's just digging for something. Yeah, I mean, to right. say <laughs> clearly,
0: <laughs> wow, John went deep to find that. <laughs> I'm looking under stuff to find that. But so the bad, how do you narrow that down?
1: Well, first off, is the voice acting for for actually actors. Yeah, and and it's really the inconsistency because they, you can have an episode where you yeah, know they're fine it's okay yeah it's not bad yeah. but then you have an episode like the you can tell they're mailing it in yeah the dog one which is just like it is a, you, you could yeah. you could hand that script to anybody and they could do a better job right I mean emote even just like the slightest bit yeah
0: and it was like read the punctuation yeah and it was yeah. terrible
1: well, and I think I you and I texted back and forth and I had sent you a text like yeah. I don't know which is worse they're voice acting or they're singing
0: yeah and my answer was yep. yes yes <laughs>
1: But well, like, because, and yeah. there's, a, there's a couple songs where they're not in tune. No. They are they are actually just, like, taking a hatchet to that song. Right. And they presented it as if, like, oh, yay, yeah. they're celebrating kids. And yeah. like, oh, this isn't
0: something to celebrate. No. This is something to hide and shame from. <laughs> you just, that episode, just don't do the music. Just <laughs> cut it off. Yeah. yeah. Just end it. We're just going it would be a
1: little shorter this one. Run a couple commercials, we're good. Yep, we're okay. But yeah. and then you look at the animation, the animation again heavily recycled, mm-hmm. but not in a good way. No. I mean it felt like filmation was really cutting corners and just cranking something
0: out. Yeah. And so in Scooby-Doo they reused like the running sequences, mm-hmm. you know. But it worked. Mm-hmm. They made it work and this was just yeah, I, I mean, there'll
1: be a sequence of all six kids crammed into this car yeah, and it's driving and it is a complete side view and they're mm-hmm. all looking, you know, off straight. to the side of the screen to right. go straight forward and they just, you know, they'll zoom in on one and then they'll zoom in on another, but like the only thing that moves is the background in their mouth Yep. and they might blink and it it's an extended sequence too. Yeah. It's, it's like, not like a really quick and they move on to something else, it's... Like, you know, like a two, a yeah, it's like a 30-second to two-minute sequence. Like, oh, this has got to stop. Yeah. I mean,
0: it's plot exposition, but it's not being done well. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's no secret. We both love Scooby-Doo. Mm-hmm. When they show the mystery van pull up into a scene, that was just to show you how they got there. Yeah. Oh, they brought the van. Okay. There's purpose to it. There's purpose to that. Yeah. Or there's the looking in the windshield shot at the gang, and they're talking about what's going on. Mm-hmm. This was just... I felt like a lot of the segments in this cartoon were just filler. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, we got to come up with 20 minutes. (laughs) And really, we only need to come up with 16 if we do a song at the end. Yeah, we've got
1: a five-minute story. How do we stretch it out? (laughs) Exactly.
0: (laughs) It almost felt like a four-year-old telling me a story. (laughs) Where it just kind of went all over the place and introduces these random characters and it doesn't end anywhere. They could have taken, to make this
1: potentially better is taken some of these and just made it like two short segments, like yeah. a, a seven minute story, a seven minute story. Yeah, and, a, and that would have been something. They would have, yeah. Wrapped it up much better. If they really wanted to tell a story about Greg and Marsha. Yeah. Running for class president or student that's body a good, president, could be a good story. It, well, I mean, I felt, but even that, when you compare that to like, again, where Sherwood Schwartz is and his disappointment in this series. Yeah. We didn't really touch on that. Let's touch on that really quickly. Yeah. Cause he was not happy about the way. So maybe that's ended. the
0: ugly. Cause yeah. <laughs> He, this is his idea and he hated it.
1: Yeah. And this is a guy who, who approved and liked Gilligan's Island in space. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you got to question his judgment <laughs> right from the beginning.
1: Yeah. I mean, his, again, he he kept pushing the idea that this is, this is fantastic. What, this is their imagination. And the episode that I mentioned where they're fighting over student class president, that's just right from the show. I mean, yeah. that's, they just add Chuck White. Right. And he's like, oh, I'm going to change these flyers, and then I'm going to win the election. And and he does these stupid things throughout the series, and at no point did the, the kids ever catch on that, oh, Chuck White's the one who did that. He's behind it. He's probably the one that did this, but they know they immediately just blame each other. Like, sure. boys blame the girls. The girls yeah. blame the boys. And it's always boys versus girls. Mm-hmm. And it's always the animals, idiotic yeah. animals who figured it out. And actually, they make the dogs seem the smartest. Yeah. Like the dog figures out he that, kinda stays out of it. Yeah, but he can't talk. <laughs> right. So he
0: just pantomimes.
1: Yeah. And yeah, and he's just kind of floats around. He figures out that Superman is Clark Kent and but yeah. and of course he can't talk. So anybody. the bird
0: talks. And yeah. the pandas speak Chinese. They speak the, the gibberish, dog, And they the dog, can dog, talk amongst themselves. Yeah. They can talk to each other. Yeah. But the dog no, you can't talk. Yeah. You're a dog. Yeah. <laughs> That's just <laughs> silly. <Yeah. laughs> Let's, we gotta draw the line somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, if you get a chance, go out on YouTube and pull that up. That
1: Yeah, there is a segment of – it's about a three-and-a-half-minute clip of Sherwood Schwartz.
0: Sherwood Schwartz's disappointment. <laughs> just, just go on YouTube and, and search Sherwood Schwartz Brady Kids, and you'll find it. And it looks like he's describing – a friend that let him down <laughs> or, or someone who really really disappointed him and he's practically in tears yes. like i felt the horror. i'm like dude i feel the same way
1: <laughs> we're still in the bad by the way yeah um the the schizophrenic feel of the show where it goes from one from just a school election and then they're bank robbers and then there's just like it's some mundane stuff fulfilling. to like these kind of more, like, adventure. Like, if I ever have this town where I see the Brady kids, I'm leaving because, clearly, there's just, like, random crime everywhere. Right, something's going down. And the only reason to stop it because the Brady kids just stumble across some way to stop it. Yeah. And they don't even realize half the time that they're doing it.
0: Right. It's just
1: just the inconsistency I and mean, there's really when greg was playing little remember redeeming. greg
0: made tried out for the football team and he became the quarterback and he's like oh i gotta go to practice he just goes out in the yard and starts throwing the ball around by himself <laughs> like aren't you going to practice <laughs> you're just practicing with your brothers and sisters yeah. in the same clothes he always wears
1: <laughs> how oh. bad is
0: this team yeah <laughs> And Greg's the quarterback and there's no practice. And they're not wearing pads? No, there's, no, there's nothing. Yeah, no. Whatever. Yeah, that kind of stuff happens but then, but, all the
1: time. But again, in, in that episode, there's these random aliens who fly around in a ship that looks like a football. Yeah. From they, Mars. Or they, Venus. They, Venus.
0: Yeah, they were from Venus. Yeah. Oh. Uh, <sighs> it's just... Uh. so a good, bad... Yeah, I don't know if you had any bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we beat that to death. <laughs> um, yeah, I just... Uh, Come here, horse. I've got to hit you a few more times. <laughs> exactly. Hit him while he's down. Yeah, I think maybe we can just move on to the ugly. <laughs> All right. I, I, the ugly. You know, I'm always sensitive to the cultural depictions. Even in the early '70s, it's mm-hmm. like you should know better. Yeah. And the the Chinese pandas that they name Ping and Pong because they're playing ping pong. Yeah. Just like, oh my god, this well, is unnecessary. It didn't mean anything. To the rest of the show, those characters didn't do anything else. No, they just oh, there's cute panda. Look, I could I drew a cute panda. They're not even cute. No, <laughs> they're, they're miniature pandas. I mean, they're tiny.
1: <laughs> yeah, and they're just kind of funny. They're like these big heads, and yeah. they, you know they could almost they could avoid they, they name them something else. Yeah, and then there's their their gibberish talk, and if they don't address it at all. It just kind of like yeah, you know, like it just sounds like nonsense. But they keep saying that it. Oh, they're speaking Chinese. Yeah, don't no, say that. <laughs> that 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 makes it worse. Yeah. Suddenly now now it's offensive.
0: <laughs> no, no. Now we know you're making fun of the Chinese (laughs) language.
1: Like you've made fun of their space program, and now you're making fun of their language and their
0: culture. Although they invented a spaceship that could be piloted by pandas and also become a submarine.
1: That's pretty impressive. Placed on a tee and driven with a golf club because that's what it looked like. (laughs) yeah that was that was terrible and then and of course then just to add insult to injury they they have the episode with the lone ranger and they bring in tonto Uh it's it's the traditional unfortunately depiction of tonto Mm. the 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 broken english yeah they make him quite smart actually because he's at one point saying like i'm getting out of here yeah he's like this is (laughs) no 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 (laughs) this is bad we gotta go but it's still you know it's still tonto and it's not not good no and then the, the, the fact that the series exists at all is pretty ugly in and of itself.
0: <laughs> I agree. I'm, I'm
1: mildly offended by its existence. <laughs>
0: and I'm still freshly offended by how they treated <laughs> Superman and Wonder Woman. Oh, yeah. that's, that's We need that's, to watch something next. To some, something better. Cleanse the palate.
1: <laughs> well, well let, let's find out what, what better is. So what yeah. would you rate? A scale of 1 to 10? Where does this come in? Oh, I...
0: My favorite one of my favorite movies is Animal House, and one of my favorite lines from Animal House is Blutowski (laughs) 0.0, and that's where I'm putting this not just zero, (laughs) 0.0. Because this is, and I've heard you say it before, was this the worst cartoon I've ever seen? Yes, this is the worst cartoon (laughs) I've ever seen. I will compare everything else to this. (laughs) If it was better than this, it's at least a one.
1: And, well, and it's funny. I hadn't even considered a zero. I had considered you know one. Yeah, to make, this is this is it. This is this is this, 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 this is this is the this is the floor because this is bad. Yeah, this is.
0: Yeah, it wasn't even a good try. No,
1: there's nothing redeeming about it. There's there's no. nothing about this that made me want. I mean, this was a slog to get through. Let me
0: see. Look at my notes here. I mean, even the even first... like
1: the Hulk Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling, there was something redeeming about it. There's something you could like bad, funny, or something amusing, yeah. or something you at could least interesting characters. Nugget, and there was no nugget. Everything that that you could look forward to about this, they they ruined it. Yeah. Like Superman and Wonder Woman, they ruined
0: them. No, I know.
1: I mean nothing nobody walks away looking better from this.
0: <laughs> well, one thing I will say is that um the Lenny Winery who played Clark Kent Superman was also the original Scrappy-Doo. Hmm. So there's that little nugget that ties it to our our favorite cartoon so far. Yeah, um, remember Scrappy didn't show up in Where Are You? Yeah, because he left after the first salary, first uh, season over salary dispute, and is replaced by Don Messick. Yeah. So there's our six degrees of Don Messick. <laughs> that I somehow I tied Don Messick to this disaster, which brings us to Frank
1: Welker, because Frank, Frank, Frank Welker, this I think is the one who's been in every single Everything. episode so yeah. far. So it
0: ties him to Frank Welker. Yeah. Thankfully
1: yeah. for Frank Welker, he avoided this this catastrophe. Yeah. And that's the only thing I got out of it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm like, well, maybe I can find a way to tie this back to Don Messick and Frank Welker.
1: Yeah. Well, and it's obviously there, we, we, we touched on the ugly, but for the most part, I mean, nothing about the show. It's not like.
0: It's not violent. It's, it's not, not
1: offensive for the no. most part. It. It's just kind of harmless entertainment, but it's. But is it entertainment? Even, but it's not. done. <laughs> it's harmless it's entertainment.
0: Harmless. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's all we got. Because I, I can't call it harmless entertainment because I was not entertained. <laughs> At all. No. So it's just <laughs> Point countless. taken.
1: Point taken. I, I, I can see I can see that. I, I withdraw my comment about entertainment because you are correct. This was not we'll entertainment. We'll fix that in post,
0: Robert. No, we won't. I'll leave that. No, you can leave that in yeah. there. I'll, I'll own that. But I was going to show you in my notes. The first thing I wrote down was the letters W-H-Y. Why? Question mark. Who thought this was a good idea? Why did they need to do this? You know, because Transformers, we knew... They did it to sell toys. Mm-hmm. Some of them were meant to be educational. This just, I don't know what this is. This was.
1: was an idea pitched by a, an animation studio that thought they had like, hey, we're just throwing things at the wall. Yeah. We, we we know we can do intellectual property, so let's pick an IP that yeah. you know, maybe they'll buy in on. And, and this, yeah, this God shows music. God helped Sherwood that... Schwartz said yes.
0: <laughs> but regretted it.
1: <laughs> yes, <laughs> Even he felt bad about it. Yeah. So, yeah. So what should we watch next? Well, like I said, there's nowhere to go but up. <laughs> right. Hopefully. Yeah. Um, I think next time we, we stay in the 70s, but we yep. kind of cleanse up how, go a little bit better, go with Hanna-Barbera, and we go to Help. It's the Hair Bear Bunch.
0: Oh, cool. Yeah. Hanna, I'm looking forward to Hanna. Hanna-Barbera, please save me. <laughs> please bring me back into cartoons. Yeah, that'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Um so they live in a zoo and they're constantly trying to escape and there's some good voice actors in there. So yeah, it's yeah, got a catchy, it's
1: got a catchy intro. So uh-huh. yeah,
0: yeah, that oh, should be good.
1: Yeah. And it's, it's not a long series, but probably hopefully enough to cleanse the palate. Yes. <laughs> Get us back on track. <laughs> Get a better taste in our mouth. For there you us. go. So.
0: Well, I hear mom. I think it's time for us to go outside. So that means cartoon time is over. I'm John. I'm Robert. And this is Toon Talk.
1: Hey, thanks for listening. If you want more Toontalk,
0: you can find us on Twitter at Toontalkguys. Or if you've got questions, comments, or suggestions, you can email us at toontalkguys at gmail.com.